I'm gonna call you Note Man. Hey, Note Man. <laughs> note Man. <laughs> hey, Note Man. Note Man. And we on, yo. What up? We back for another one. <laughs> yo, Ange wasn't ready. <laughs> Ange was not ready at I'm all. I'm born ready. Yo, yo Ange, why are you yelling, stop dog? Stop yelling, dog. You peeking, man. Yo. Height, height. I don't care, man. Filthy rags. <laughs> I do what I want to do, man. You that's ain't the, the that's boss the, up in here. That's the problem. See? <laughs> that's the problem is that you do what you want to do. That is, that is, this is judgment. <laughs> <laughs> that Ange does what he wants to do. <laughs> See? That's the darkness that Marcus was talking about. The dog. The darkness. Yo, how you guys doing? Yo, God is good, man. All the time he is. Yo, for real, God is good, man. That's dope. I love, yo. I should say. You got a testimony for us? Jesus loves me, man, and I love Jesus because he first loved me. Mm-hmm. That was that was really that was really scriptural right yeah, there. That yeah, was, that was that was packaged. That was really packaged <laughs> right there. That was a package response. Nah, man. Um, God is good, man. I don't, I don't really know what else to say. Yo, Mike, God you always have a word. You always have a word of encouragement, a word of mm-hmm. building. I I have I I do. So sometimes you got to probe. <laughs> I do. I was. <laughs> You know, I was just reading the word and just thinking about, um, you know, being born again. You know, like we we went over last episode, you know, to be born again. And I was like, you know, um, that experience, you know, and when I thought about it, I thought about Romans. Um, I'm going to read the scripture for you guys. This scripture came into mind. It says, Romans 8 and 14, it says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are true, now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in his in order that we may also share in his glory. And I was just thinking about just being born again. You know, when you have that experience, your spirit bears witness with the Holy Spirit that you are a child of God. And you have that moment where you cry, Abba, Father, you know, and just you know my relationship with like my father just you know as he gets older you know i'm just looking at my earthly father you know death is in the world and you know he's getting older and he's getting to that time and the spirit just revealed something to me where i was like you know god is my father like i'm adopted you know i'm a son of this family of this godhead family Mm. You know, I'm 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 a I'm a ch- I'm a child of God and I'm like you know, when it gets to that point that my father, you know, passes away, it's like that's not the end. Right. You know, this earthly this er- this earthly family that I'm a, I'm a part, you know, my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, you know, I love them dearly and 
you know i i, I everything is is you know for them and and i'll do anything for them but i'm like you know the the real family is the family of god and i thought about you know when christ was like who is my mother who is my my brother it's those who do the will of god and i was just thinking about being part of god's family and i was like yo god is my father Mm. And I'm like, he's he'll never die. Yeah, he's never gonna go anywhere. Like I'm gonna be in eternity with him because I believe in Jesus Christ. Like I'm gonna have eternal life. But I'm part of this family that is never, ever, ever gonna fade away. It's never gonna end. I'm gonna be with my father, you know, with my brothers and my sisters forever. I was like, forever, Yo, I, ever. <laughs> Forever, ever, forever, ever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna be part of this eternal. I'm, I'm part of this eternal family, and even after this life, where I pass away, my earthly parents and siblings pass away. That's not the end. And I started just, just sobbing and weeping, in joy. Just you know, how grateful I am on God's mercy and just how much God loves me that he would send his son, you know, to, to die for my sins so I can be part of this mm. eternal family. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And I was just so grateful that, you know, God is my father. And I was just thinking about just, you know, my father, but passing away. But I was like, yo, God is eternal. He's, he's, he always was, he always is, and he always will be. There's like, he's the ancient of days, man. So that was just, um, um, that was something the Lord put on my heart earlier. Just listening to what you're, you know, you kind of just shared. And what popped into my mind is um, this born again, right? This family that you're talking about and how one of the things in this new life is these relationships that will never end. Amen. Right. Amen. And how important relation you you talking about your dad, you know we talking about our, our natural earthly siblings, right? But the word talks about this heavenly family, all right. But how dope it is if you could continue, like you know you three guys, this relationship is never gonna end, mm. and you get a like I get a joy in that, yeah. Like I'm never gonna be separated from you guys, even right, if, yeah. God forbid, one of us would you know die. Eventually, we're just gonna continue this relationship, and mm. you know this other reality, this spiritual reality. You know, so when I think about, you know, that's why it's so important for other people that we love to be born again. Like guys come into this new life come into this this born againness i just made up a word born, i like that word born againness <laughs> that's a freestyle super freestyle <laughs> yeah, that's a word that's a word Yo, come over to we're this born, born againness side because these relationship will not will never end which is you know that's that's one thing thinking about being born again that's, mm. that's one thing that you know jump it mean that means a lot like relationships and and mm. like you got to think you know eternity you know that's putting all our hearts 
you know, anytime you talk to somebody, you know, even me, when I talk to somebody, I'm like, yeah, we could talk about all that stuff. But what happens after you die? You know, because I know that is the question that everybody have in their heart. That's what right. about eternity? And it's just amazing with John 316. It covers that. It covers time. Right. You know, it, it deals with time. And that's what we us as human beings, we, we feel like we never have enough time. Mm. We're always hustling and bustling, especially coming from New York. Like they said, New York Minute. That's how we move. We move in a New York Minute. Every five minutes, any minute, we always got something to do. We always moving. We always hustling. Everything's about a hustle, hustle, hustle. And John 3.16 is like, dog, it deals with eternity. Like this, that life that you gained when you believe in Jesus Christ, it's eternal. Mm. It never ends. You're talking about millions and billions and trillions of years will go by and you will still be with your family, with that family, with your father who's in heaven and living. And it's and it's like what God said. He said, I'm the God of the living, not of the dead. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be full of joy, full of life. It's going to be a lot of living. There's going to be a lot of living. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you think you're living now? You you don't know nothing about living until you get to heaven. Right? And on the flip side of that, and I don't mean to be a, a what is that a joy kill? But I mean <laughs> as Downer? as a Christian, <laughs> but you're gonna you joy know, kill <laughs> as a Christian. My heart and our heart should be for lost souls. And you talked about spending trillions of years with the Lord, and it's and that's just gonna be the beginning. Right now, there are billions of souls in hell, Mm. and they are going to be there forever. Mm. Trillions and trillions of years will pass, and they will still be in hell. And when I think about that, I try to wrap my my mind around that, and and I can't because we don't understand eternity. Mm. But those souls in there will never get out. And that John 3.16 verse, man. Ah, that's just the staple of everything. It's like right in the middle. Uh, you know, whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Man, we don't want any of y'all to perish out there, man. So, yeah, I just had to bring that up, bro, because I just think about that sometimes, and it hurts my head, it hurts my heart to know that there are people that are already in hell that are never going to get out. Well. Good night, folks. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Mike, you want to close us out in prayer? <laughs> Here, here's a, a, a thing. I wonder, do people think about their mortality? We, we're going to get into the scriptures shortly, but do people really think about their mortality? Like, uh, I'm going to pick up after, a shot today. After 2020? <laughs> you know what? I, you don't see we living in the land of the mask? But people, is, I don't think they do. People do not think that did like today. Um, I might possibly die unless, all right, yeah, you get cancer, you get something. Right. It's at the forefront. But a normal, healthy person, I wonder if they walk outside and think, well, today might be my last day on this earth. I think a lot of people do. That's why they they scream YOLO. That's why they go so hard. I think yeah, they scream YOLO because they think nothing's going to happen to them. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I th- they're going to YOLO and then the, the next day they're going to YOLO again. Right. I'm going to keep YOLOing. Right. But I'm talking about. I think they avoid the topic. I think they after, totally ignore it. Yeah. I'm thinking about after. 
I think they YOLO because, you know, they know that it, it's going to come to an end. There's nobody who can sit here and say that they live their life not. That's why they say you only have one life because they know that it, at a certain point they see people die every day. You can't sit there and say that you're not going to die. That's one thing that is. No, no, no. Not, not that you're not going to die. But do you think about that? You know, now, um, I don't think any because we have eternity in our hearts, right? Right. Mm. So our, our the essence of man is eternal. Where are you going to spend eternity? That's a different question, right? That's mm. a choice. Yeah. But in in essence, you're an eternal being. So you're going to keep. Yeah, the flesh will stop working. You go outside, you pick up a shot. Your flesh is going to stop working. Mm-hmm. But your consciousness, your being, who you really are, continues to live on. Right, it right? exists. And that's yeah. in everybody's heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just from that point to what you're saying, like just um, an example, I went to visit a brother out in um, Florida. And he's, you know, older brother. And he's in a retirement community. And um, in this retirement community, majority of people, like the youngest person there is, in, is about 68. Everyone else is, you know, you know, ranging up to 90. And we, we went to the, the area where there's the pool, there's the gym, and we we're there actually talking, you know, having conversations, spending, you know, having some sweet fellowship. And we ended up getting into a conversation with an, with an older man, older gentleman. He had to have been probably in his... Um, late 70s early 80s and we're trying to share the gospel with him mm-hmm. and as he's sharing the as we're sharing the gospel he is totally you know um evading the whole topic evading mortality and um avoiding you know god and and truth and jesus and he was like you know what i'm here to have fun and enjoy my life and we looked at him it was like your dude wow. you are in your 70s you have one foot on the banana peel, the other foot in the grave. Wow. <laughs> and you're oh, talking about man. you're here enjoying yeah. yourself in a retirement community. You get the people, but you know man. what? Men, men love darkness. <laughs> it's darkness. the darkness. <laughs> it's that darkness. You know what kind of evil deeds that dude is doing in the darkness? You don't want to hear about salvation. I mean, yeah, mm. I agree with that. I agree, you know, people avoid. I mean, we all did it. You know, how many years we did it for right. where we just, you kind of, what is it, how do you say, Carp- carpomentalize? You know, yeah, yo, wow, you're the big word guy, compartmentalize. man. Compartmentalize. Yeah, say it for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, how you just put that, yeah. you know, you put that in a box somewhere in your mind. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? You ever get every birthday, oh, how do you feel? I feel the same. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, like, the same way you feel now, like the same way I feel now, I don't feel like I was any different when I was 13. Right. Yeah, you grow in knowledge, but you're the same person. Right. Yeah, your body changes, your knees start to hurt as you get old and stuff, but I'm, I'm talking about the consciousness. Like, that doesn't change. Like, you are who you are, and you're not going to stop being who you are, even if the flesh dies. And I think people like that's just in us right this this eternity this mm. this life just going on that's just in us this is a totally random conversation we have. <laughs> nah this <laughs> this conversation totally it's, i it's, feel like it's john 316 eternal john 3, life 16. we're talking eternal about life. eternal life right. because mm. that's the gift 
You understand? It, it's, you know, Christ came, you know, God sent, you know, his son to, to you know, that whoever believe in him shall be saved and, ha- and, get, and get eternal life. That is the gift. And then so we go back to John chapter one, right? Mm. Who's the life? Mm. It's the word. The word. And the life was the light of men. Mm-hmm. So when it is that this like living, living is in Christ. Outside of that dog, you're not no, living. Not at all. And mm-hmm. if you don't accept Christ before you cross over to this other reality, then you're not gonna live for eternity, which is a very serious. You know, we're not taking that lightly. Mm-mm. You know, not at all. That's that's that, the center. Yeah, and you know, last episode we were talking about John three sixteen, and we kind of wanted to just open up because that's just you know very essential. You know, that's just the gospel. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it breaks down the gospel in, in just one one verse, and and also this the the importance of being born again. V, you know what I mean? Like to me. You know how many years you you said you was a Christian? If somebody came up to you and said "born again," you reacted like Nicodemus. Mm-hmm. You was like, "What? What are you talking about being born again?" You know what I mean? You you didn't have no concept of the idea of being born from above. You know what I mean? You were, we were all like Nicodemus, and I just think mm-hmm. about how many people you know ascribe to Christianity and say you know I'm a Christian you know I was raised in the church and da 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 my mother and you know they they'll say they're Christian they'll put it on job applications they'll put it on whatever you know that's my religion but fashion Christian you know this guy fashion like fashion fashion you know what I mean that they'll say they'll say they'll say yo i'm a christian but when you say born again they'll look at you like you have two heads right is it they'll give you the nicodemus reaction so it's just i just feel like that how the importance of being born again like do you guys i mean like i i I described it like my experience like you know crying abba father and understanding that god is my father and but you know, how do you guys feel about just the concept of being born again? Like, the importance of it in, um, in Christianity? I think one of the, um, like, one of the verses, I mean, I'm just going to throw, jump into Ephesians. Just one of the things, just to explain my uh, interaction with this being born again, which I learned and this verse really spoke to me. It's in Ephesians chapter 2, right? Which is something which I had to understand. Was that, I'm going to start in verse 2. Where in the time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past, the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath even mm. as others but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us 
even when we were dead in sins have quickened us together so now this verse spoke to me heavily because it said that we're in time past children of disobedience which is extremely important in the fashion that a lot of people when they think that oh you know just because you're born and you're walking you know and that you can breathe and that your heart is beating that you're a child of god you know we are born naturally as children of disobedience you know walking after the lust mm. of our flesh and he says the wrath rest on us so this entire time as we read you know that this world is already condemned so it is condemned because we are the children of disobedience until you come to that point in john three sixteen and understanding this whole intimate conversation that nicodemus had with jesus to come to that point of you must be born again so there's two families that's it there's like when christ was talking to the pharisees and they was like oh we our, abraham's our father and he set them right he said mm. no your father is the devil <sighs> the devil Oh, you know what I'm saying? So now you have two families, the children of disobedience. <laughs> children of Dizard. <laughs> you have, and and the crazy thing. <laughs> yeah, this guy, man. Yeah, I mean, that's what I heard when Ralph read that. <laughs> I just heard the children of Dizard. <laughs> but it, it all goes back to the garden again. The seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. That's it. You understand? So you have these two seeds. You have these two families. So you have the children of disobedience and the children of obedience. So, you know, it don't matter what race, creed, color, nationality, you know, gender. At the end of the day, it's what family are you part of? And it's always mm -hmm. simple, right? It's light, dark. It's believer unbeliever like mm -hmm. we read in the last um earlier in the chapter it's 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 one or the other mm -hmm. you know it's cain or it's abel it's it's so yep. straightforward and simple but you know the, the you know the devil is a liar and things get super and just getting fidgety over there B, so. <laughs> <You're Ange. laughs> uh, i'm good <laughs> My fan shut off for a second, so I had to high, panic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody even shouted me out, son. I bought my all my brothers little yeah, little fan. fans yeah, right, that don't make right, no so noise. Right. So you want your glory here's, now? Here's I'll right. take so it, let's man. Let's take your glory now. Here's, here's we want the filthy, <laughs> filthy segment. Then we, but I also wanted <laughs> to bring up because no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. This is a party, people. You know, I came through. I saw a little. How do you how do you call this, Ange? The, Opular. 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 Little Opular fans that are very quiet. So, you know, we could have, because it'd be hot. It'd be it's hot still a hot box. Here. Still a hot box. Still a hot box in there. So, and probably felt guilty <laughs> seeing a sweat. Nah, I wouldn't say that. So, he no. went and got us little fans. That was, it's from a good place. And it you guys want to give it, Ange, if I had like the little clapping. <laughs> A little clapping special effects. Yeah. I would. I would. Y'all laughing right now because you're nice and cool right now. Son. <laughs> I would have hit the special effects for you right now, but I don't. That's I don't like a it. tropical breeze coming at you with that little fan. It's powerful for a little six-inch fan. So, Ange, born again. What is? What no, that before mean to that, you? I wanted to bring up yo, my boy Mike got his toes done. 
a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah, this guy got his toes yeah. done? So he got his toes what? done like a woman. Uh, like a woman. I had to bring that up. Like uh, a woman? Like, yo, you got your feet rubbed you out there. You only women like a, could get their feet done? So I think it's a feminine thing to do. So you don't like to get your feet rubbed? No, 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 no. <laughs> toes done. What are we talking about? Foot so rub. What, what do you mean toes done? You, talking you got your about toes done, son. How? She whipped toes? out the nail clipper or whatever it was she did for your toenails. So you never got that done before? Nope. I Yo, cut my own nails. You're not doggy. living. Then you're not living life, brother. <laughs> <laughs> don't flip it on me, bro. You went. You talk like a thug. You an OG rapper. Got Yo, his toes keep down, talking son. about rap. You the one who keep talking about rap, dog. Yo, so I'm a fake rapper, bro. Well, like I said. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Keep nah. your 15 minutes of edge. <laughs> Let me not cut it short. You know what because I'm saying I'm just filthy, bro. I just, the, 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 the spirit brought that to mind, so I had to just bring that up. Ain't nothing wrong with uh, a man getting a pedicure. All right, bro. I'm very uh, comfortable. <laughs> with who I am as it's a, all good as a man it's all good bro I'm a man you an OG I know it alright go ahead Andrew we about to jump into John chapter 3 verse 22 but um, talk to the people about uh, born again uh, being born again being born again like Ralph expounded on you know verse 18 that we did that the last episode you know we are already condemned mm. you know just when we come to the point where we understand that and that there's no way out, there's no way around this, then believing in Christ, that's that that's a beautiful place. You know, that place where the Lord breaks you and you're like, you know what, Lord, I can't get out of this mess on my own. I need you. And, you know, my own personal little testimony, man, I was just. I gave my heart to Christ about five years ago, and I was born and raised in in the church, man. My mom was saved when I was eight, Mm. but not until five years ago did I really feel that personal relationship with Christ, and it came at a time where I was just out in the streets just doing, you know, just living a a life, you know, sexual sin and- In the darkness. And and loving those evil deeds, you know, and- and, um, just in a, in, a, in a bad place and the Lord just, you know, just convicted me, brought me to a, a place where I, in my room I was just, you know, just weeping before him. And that relationship, even though like there was a lot of tears, it was an exhilarating feeling uh, because I knew that burden that I had on my shoulders that, you know, he was making it light. He was removing it from me. And we as as Christians we all have that moment where we come to the Lord and that, that just that salvation moment and it's something that you should never ever forget. And I wish I could go back to that day. As much as it hurt, it was so refreshing and exhilarating that I wish I could do it over and over again because my Lord was cleansing me, my Lord was 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 saving me from that condemnation. And it's just that salvation to me, bro. Amen. Yeah. yeah. So you think about yeah. just being born again, you hear the word of God, you know, and it's a work of the Holy Spirit. It's the work of God. You know, he convicts you of sin and um, he starts to change you. He starts to change your life. You know, the mm-hmm. he starts to give you a new will, you know, new affections, you know, just, just new um, reasons to live. And he gives you new goals, new purposes. And then you start to put off the old man. You know, so it's a putting on and a putting off. You know, you're putting off 
the the darkness you're putting off just the sins the the evils and you're putting on right you know the um the fruits of the spirit you know you start to get the joy the peace the patience the long suffering you know and um it's just an understanding that you know that born again you become a new creature right in jesus christ you know all the the old the old has passed away you know and everything becomes new you know and the holy spirit starts to do indwell in you and you know it's a beautiful thing but just you know it's just an i just felt like we just needed to stay there for a bit because um like like the scripture says if you're not born again you're not going to see the kingdom of god and right. i think that is the most important decision that you have to make in your life to believe in jesus christ and um amen and accept him as your lord and savior because yeah. that's how you're born again He's a good Lord, right. man. He's a perfect yeah. Savior, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a. Go ahead, Ralph. No, nah, uh, I just wanted to say, like, it's, you know, it's a necessity for the new birth because it grows out of the incapacity of the natural man to see or enter into the kingdom of God. However gifted you are, however moral or refined, you know, the natural man is absolutely blind to spiritual truth, to truth, impotent to enter in the kingdom. For he can't either obey, he can't understand, he can't see God. So, like, I mean, just like my personal testimony in terms of, like, you know, I I filled myself with, like, knowledge and schooling and education, thinking that all these things are going to refine me, you know, to be a better person, you know. Um, but still down deep inside, I was just, you know, filled with, you know, living in sexual sin, um, walking after the lust of the flesh. And, you know, to the outside world, I looked great in terms on paper, you know, with all these degrees and all these accolades and all these things. But I was still dead inside, you know, empty. I love the darkness. Darkness. Yo, you was like Nicodemus. Chase the darkness. So you was Nicodemus. (laughs) Yo, worse, because I was just searching for any type of, you know, I was just uh, looking for... Just random knowledge, not looking for anything in regards to God, mm. you know. And I thought that was going to make me better. Uh, reformation, you know. All you're doing is just reforming the flesh. And the flesh can't be reformed. Mm. It mm. can't be changed. It has to be something internal. So until, you know, I encountered God and when I finally realized I was a, a sinner living in sexual sin. And then just like you said, you know, that wind when it blows and it starts... And I gave my life to Christ, and um, and He just started changing me because mm. I thought I could never get out of sexual sin. Mm. Exactly, bro. And then it stopped. I was like, "What?" You know, my language began began to change. You know, um, then all the filthy talk and all these things just, you know, the Lord just slowly just took things out of my life. You know, day by day. You know, um, month by month, year by year. And he, I just saw his work, and everyone was like, "Yo, what's going on with this guy? Mm. He's weird." So nice, great testimony. God is good. Yo, that's a good segue into what we about to go into. Your man's petty. Hmm. <laughs> that's, the name, that's the name of this. That's the name of this episode. Your man. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Yo, this guy Doug. over there just talking. About this great testimony, I'm over here thinking about the name of this episode. Your yeah, man's the- pedicure, dog. <laughs> oh, right, so let me ask you a question, sir. <laughs> so you'd rather me go out there with my toes jacked up? <laughs> so claws? 
Yo, B, I had claws because of Corona, dog. You rather me have go out there, get jacked up, than have May May touch my Son. feet? Nah, <laughs> but I'm saying get get your own nail clipper. Clip your own nails, bro. You. Now, I ain't going to front. I've gotten my fingernails done before. Yo, because so wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a different on. story, son. My man went and got a Manny. And he blasted me for my petty. Yeah, petty Yo, is just. Did you get the glossy on there? Yeah, yeah. You the who? Mike? You got, you got the glossy. <laughs> you got the glossy? You got the glossy on there? You got the glossy? Of course I got the glossy. Sometimes I get the glossy. <laughs> the Yo, you see, he had to, he had to check me. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Yo, put that around. Ralph is over here Yo. peeking. Yo. So sometimes you, I get the natural finish, you know. What of I'm course, saying? you get the natural, but sometimes. So you get the glossy yeah, the on your guilt. nails? That if I'm going guilt. to a wedding or something like that. You get the glossy? <laughs> I might get the glossy. Damn. They got a sparkle, son. I'm single, doggy. I got to get noticed. Yo, so he get the glossy on his manny, but he blasted me. The glossies is out. At least his feet. He's Nobody can see my Nobody feet. Nobody can see it, but the glossies is out. And on I don't the, even wear the chancletas. <laughs> <laughs> you sounding mad Haitian, I man, bro. This way. I don't wear the chancletas, <laughs> yo. Yeah, that was, was Ange's guilt, man. And he tried to reflect. He just wanted it on to bring me. it out. I had to bring it out. <laughs> Projecting. So I had to. He had to project it. But let's <laughs> let's bring reflect it. Let's get into the wizard. Yeah, that was, uh, that was bring off. out the word. Where we at? So twenty two to what? What you want me to read We're to? In chapter three, verse twenty two. Um, go ahead, man. Go to twenty two to um. What is it? You go to twenty seven. Twenty six. Yeah, I'll do twenty two to twenty six. After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he remained with them and baptized. Now John was also baptizing in Anon near Selim, because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized, for John had not yet been thrown into prison. Then there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing and all are coming to him. So after these things, after what things? This was, uh, was it after the Nicodemus yeah. uh, meeting? After, after, you know, that meeting with Nicodemus and the things that Jesus said and revealed. So, you know, Jesus and his disciples making a move, right, to the mm-hmm. land of Judea. Mm. And, um, you know, Jesus is baptizing, right? Yep. So now he's in the area where where John used to, well, he's, he's in close proximity, right? Mm-hmm. This, was, this was where John's territory where he's baptizing. So there, you know, we're, we're seeing something happen in terms of these two uh, fractions. Fact, what is it? Factions? Factions. Yeah, factions. factions. Two factions. Um, so what's, what's happening? What's happening? You see in John's disciples, you know, they looking at it like, yo, he's moving in in our territory. Yeah. You know, Crazy. He's, he's moving in on our action. That's the boss. So there's a dispute. Right. Mm. So this dispute is between who? 
John's disciples and the Jews about purification. Mm. So, uh, the Jews, who is that? Is that referring to the, the religious leaders? Yeah, when you see the Jews, most of the time it's talking about just the religious leaders, um, I guess Pharisees or whoever was um, the gatekeepers, I should say, as far as the culture um, of the nation. So one of, so the Jews came to John, right? Yeah. And what they, what were they telling them? I think they were just, you know, asking about purification, which here is is talking about baptism, correct? Is it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they were sort of arguing about because there was baptisms going on in Jesus' part of town where he was at, and then John was here as well. In the end of 26, it says he is baptizing and all are coming to him. Mm. So it's, it's more of just... You know, all right. So let's let's. Who's coming to John and telling them this? His his disciples. His disciples. So they like you said. There's there's a, a like a competition type where all right, this guy's coming into our territory, and then now he's gaining uh, the attention. He's gaining the following mm-hmm. more than you. This was your thing. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we doing something about this? Mm-hmm. The, the guy that you testified about, this is what he's this is what he's doing. So what do you guys what do you guys see in this? And especially, you know, they saw John baptize Jesus. So it was like, yo, so they were looking at, you know, John, you you're the man. You baptized him. And now he's going around doing his own thing, you know, on his own when, you know, why are you allowing this to happen? Mm-hmm. There's, there's, a, there's a lesson in this someplace. I just don't know <laughs> what it is. Yeah, what I see here is... I think as we read on, you'll yeah, see we'll, the lesson. We'll get to that point. Yeah, we'll but one thing I point. see, too, is generally... The way things work is your leader, you know, the the attitude that he has, the, the character that he has sort of trickles down to, you know, the disciples, the followers. And we're not seeing that here because we know as it goes on to talk, you know, uh, John the Baptist gave always gave the glory to Christ and always reminded people that he was not the Christ and that he's the dude you should be following. But those disciples there were on a different you know, they, they were thinking differently. They were more about, we want all the people with us, you know, but they just, they hadn't realized yet who the true Messiah was. That's a great point, Ange. Hmm. So what are we seeing with those followers? Like there's there's something in there. Like what is that characteristic? Like how would you describe that characteristic? Like you said, Right, you have you have your leader, right? Your teacher, you, and humble. Even from you know the first chapter of John, we saw the humility of John. I'm a voice crying out I'm in the not, wilderness. Like yeah. I'm not even 
you can't even see me. I don't want to be seen. I just mm. want to be heard. And the things that I'm saying is a testimony. I'm a witness to the Messiah. So, you know, seeing that humility, but then we see this with his followers. And I think you brought up a really good point uh, with that, how you described that. Yeah. And and so we, we're seeing uh, territorial. Exactly. We're seeing competition. We're seeing jealousy. Pride. You know, which is all rooted in pride. Um, and he was like, yo, this guy was with you. And you testified like didn't so they didn't they didn't listen to the testimony that John gave. It's that transition, huh? Like if if you were listening, because we got two examples, right, of followers of John that listened to what John s- said, mm. and they ended up going to Jesus, and he was cool with it. Yeah, he's like follow him. <laughs> now ahead. we got these guys. I'm pretty sure they heard the same testimony, but their response was different. Mm. Now we're seeing how they're reacting to the Messiah that John was talking about. They're reacting in a, in a negative way. They're reacting in a defensive, you know, territory, all that, which mm-hmm. is which is interesting. And I know there's a lesson in it someplace. I'm just trying to. I mean, put that's, my finger on it. that's the. <laughs> I think that's the. I think that's the nature of man. You know, it's it's. it's hey, let's look at it practically, right? right. Like so I'm saying, like it's it's the nature of man. It's it's a transition. You know what I mean? And sometimes when you're, let's say you you're doing something, let's say serving the Lord. Okay, so these men they they were with John. They're John's disciples, and um. You know, it's time to make that transition. Mm. It's 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 not easy. Change is not easy for us. Right. You know, and it's the same thing when we're serving the Lord. Sometimes, um, like you said, they you know, John already made it clear what what this was about. I come before him, he comes, he's greater, I'm lesser. He made all of that clear. But it's still the point of transitioning. It's still the point of change. And as human beings, we don't, we, we're not good with change. We're not good with making the transition. These disciples, they got comfortable with John. Mm-hmm. They got comfortable in the routine mm-hmm. of what they were doing. You know, however they were help, maybe helping him or, mm-hmm. you know, bringing people to him. However it was happening, they were his disciples. And now it's time for the change. Now it's time for the transition. Now it's time for the greater to come. And John to fall back and it's it's like with anything in life like you don't want change you don't want a new you know even even on even if you had a job or whatever you don't want a new leader to come in you don't want a new boss to come in especially when you're comfortable and, and, and that's I, what happens when you get comfortable and I think the lesson is don't get comfortable with um, when you're serving God that's that's a good point you brought up because the new guy that's in the job and that's how these guys were seeing it like Ralph brought up they saw their leader baptize Jesus right so to them Jesus is John's disciple right he's the new kid on the block and now that new kid on the block is getting all the attention he's he getting, coming up he came up before they did 
you know, so they're sitting there and everybody claims to be humble, but they all have their agendas. And they're like, Mm. you know what? One of these days I'm going to take that top spot. And then they're like, oh, you know what? Jesus, he's taking all the the people over there. So there could have been that type of um, feeling behind that as well. You know, just a new kid coming up before me. Like, I paid my dues, and who is this dude to think that he could just... But they were looking at it wrong. He wasn't just a dude. He was that dude, you know? You know know what's dope about when we read the scriptures? That it reveals... Like, we saw, you know, in the beginning, we saw John the Baptist, and he spoke, and we saw the response of two two of his followers go to Jesus Christ and then you know we had the whole temple scene and then Jesus and Jerusalem doing things and we saw the response of one of the Pharisees right and later on we got to see the response of other Pharisees like you just see the difference some people just respond some people just don't but it's all a choice mm-hmm. yeah because we're seeing the hearts of these guys and the way they're bringing it out. And that, that's not even John. Mm. Like, how, like, where are you getting that from? Because you're not getting that from John. So where are you getting that from? Exactly. Though so you right. came in with that. Right. You had your own, like you said, you had yeah, your that, own agenda. You had your own agenda. Yeah. You thought y'all was going to pop off. Yep. Right. You thought y'all was going to blow up. Probably. Yeah. Mm. And then now you're seeing, listen, what's going on? You, you, you know, right. I, it's yeah. like, yeah. dog, it reveals it the, heart the heart of <laughs> men. Which goes back to the end of chapter two. <laughs> you know? Right. I know. Right. Christ knew the hearts of men. Exactly. Yeah. So now this is being revealed right here just by the whole dispute, this discourse between John's disciples, you know, John the Baptist and, and actually you know, Jesus, right? You've seen this yeah. dispute going on. So were they really being baptized to repentance? Mm. Mm. Or yeah. was it a show? Was, or was it just another, like he was saying, purifying? Was this another ceremonial washing that they knew from the Mosaic law? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yo, oh. he didn't even tap the That's mic. That's a he new dropped, level. He dropped the whole mic. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo but he didn't even tap it. He oh, dropped the yo. whole mic, but he was a good reflex. He caught it though. If it went, I was waiting for it to go boom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like you right. said, but you even see that with Jesus' disciples. You know what I mean? Like, yep. with, yeah. you know, when That's Christ is like, point. "I got to go to yeah. the cross," and Peter's like, "Nah, you ain't going to the cross." Mm. You know what I mean? And it, it and it happens when, you know, as leaders. You know, it's hard, like, you know, everybody has their own will. So even as a leader, when you have followers or people that are following behind you and you have to lead people, people have their own wills, people have their own agendas, and it's just, it's tough to lead. You know what I mean? Especially, and, and it's, and a lot of times the, the followers don't necess- necessarily reflect the heart of the leader. You exactly. know what I mean? Because... You're seeing it with John as we read on. You know, that wasn't John's heart, but his followers, that was their hearts. And sometimes the followers will misrepresent a leader. So it's just, it's, 
it's it's very important to just really put on people their own hearts don't judge you can't judge people from other people all the time i mean the author of this book tried to negotiate a seat you know on the right hand of of, of god remember right. him right, and right, you know right. the sons of thunder like so that's one thing that we have to just i think is important is that whole sanctification process man you know we all are becoming more and more like christ you know, uh, each day that passes in our walk. So, you know, yesterday I might have wanted to be, you know, some big CEO dude. But, you know, the more we become like God, the more humble we are and the less those things appeal to us. So I think that in time, these, these dudes will see the error of their way. And, you know, the message of John probably, you know, it probably appealed to them. And they started following John and, and listening to what? He was saying, and then you start getting big, and then man, look at all these people we're baptizing. Mm. Man, we we we're we're blowing up, and then sometimes the focus changes from Jesus, the Messiah, and now the focus is this enterprise yeah. that we have. Church calls church politics, like a, like a mega church type of. Church, Not church, even church. mega. You don't even have to <laughs> yeah, say that's mega, true. It dog. Could be a and it, it, small it becomes church. yeah, it becomes this enterprise. So now the it's focus is let's maintain yo this thing that we got. Like mm-hmm. we're we're the guys. Right. Everybody's following you because he says, dog, all the people are going to him now. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Right. That's kind of how he approached John, and you know John's answer is like, yo, dog, this is not even. Like what you you're missing the whole point of what this was about, of what I was saying. So they you, they so they thought that this man was I mean that John the Baptist was a perpetual, permanent uh, office and not mm. a temporary office. Yeah. It became a thing. Yeah, it is necessary. Your dog, you get comfortable. Yeah, mm. it is growing. You don't want it to end. Yeah, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's even and the crazy thing about it in twenty three it says. John also baptizing in Anon near Salem because there was much water there. Like, mm. there was enough space right. for mm. Christ and John to baptize, right. but it wasn't even about that. It was just about, dog, You st- he's still in the thunder. Yeah. He's still in all the thunder, and they're going to him. And now it becomes this competition thing. Mm-hmm. And, and this, is, this is the followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This isn't John. Which is... Uh, and, and that's why I was like, it's so important to sometimes not judge the leader off the followers because everybody has their own will. Man. Right, right. So sometimes when you're looking at um, quote unquote followers of Jesus Christ, you know, wherever we at and our point in our walks where we're not living right, you know, they all be like, oh, yo, you know, look at that Christian. Oh, you're mm, a Christian. It's a great you know, point. Yo, that's why I don't follow Jesus Christ. Mm. It's like, no, that man has his own will. Christ is perfect. Everything Christ does is perfect. He's perfect. There's no blemish. There's nothing behind. He's a great leader. But there's something wrong with the followers. Because mm. the followers got their own will. They got their own heart. They got their own agendas. Own and it's about getting their their will in line with the will of the leader. Because we filthy. Because we filthy. <laughs> they want the desires of their hearts. And, and John mm. answered and said, 
a man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. Wow. You yourselves bear, bear me witness that I said I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. Right? You, you see right. the way John right. answered them? Right. First of all, he said, yeah, well, what I, this ministry I got, I didn't come up with it. I received it mm. from heaven. <laughs> That's what he's telling me. And he was like, yo, you guys, <laughs> he was like, yo, you guys yourselves witness, you guys are witnesses to what I was saying this whole time. So how are you telling me to, to now go against the very center of my ministry, right? The very center of my ministry was announcing, being a witness, right? I'm a voice announcing this man. You guys was here this whole time. You guys heard everything I said. Yo. And this and you know what's crazy, son? This was a test. Mm. For John. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, this yeah. was a test. Because you got things are moving. Right. You know what I mean? You got disciples, yeah. you got followers. You knew mm. the plan from the very beginning was for you to fall back right. and let Christ come up. Mm. And right at the point when it's time to hand off the baton, mm. dog, you get your followers behind you like, yo, oh, yo. <laughs> what's going on? Trying we could do this, boss. Yo, why he over there <laughs> trying to stealing the thunder and just, and just appeasing your pride? working on you working as on a man flesh. on your flesh your pride your ego mm. as a leader and, and you know what's crazy later yeah. on john kind of right gets he, shaky he got like like right. he, he got a, he got a little leaf he got a little bimmy a little bimmy yo so do you think this is the specific reason why he pointed out that um this was before john was cast into prison right so before he cast into prison, he was full of faith, understood his mission because he knew that this ministry that these men was questioning him on was given to him from heaven. Mm -hmm. The same one he announced, the Christ, is the one that gave him his ministry. Mm -hmm. So he was full of faith. Mm -hmm. You see what persecution does. But you was good. You was out there. Circumstances right. was, was good. When circumstances right. change, that's when you... Probably get a little feeble. It's that persecution, right. dog. And the switch up comes. But it's, 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 dog, the way they came to him and his answer, he was, he was still there. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like he was right there. Right. And then he said, you know, even what I have was given to me. Right. You know, by God. Mm. You know, this was this was my purpose. This was my right. purpose, and right. I, and like yo, y'all y'all knew about this. Y'all was witnesses. Mm. Uh, this is all I spoke about. Right, exposing. I, it's almost like like come on, man. Mm -hmm. Check. He checked them. He had to check them. Right. He checked them. Right. And then, you know, and you know, he used this opportunity to teach them. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. He says, he who has the bride is the bridegroom, 
but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. Wow. Right? That's heavy. Go into it, Ralph. Go into it. See how heavy it is, well. <laughs> lift, lift that up. Lift that up, Ralph. No, just, you know, this is just give you a picture. Um, like, I'm just thinking about it because I was Marcus' best man at his wedding. And just walking down the aisle, like, my whole job was to make sure that he was there for his wedding, that he wasn't late. You know, he knew where to stand, where he had to go, where he had to be. Mm. You know, I had to have the rings ready. Mm. You know, so this was a big responsibility I was carrying that in order, you know, for him to get married, you know, on that altar. Mm. You know, so now after so after me bringing him there walking down you know standing by his side bringing the rings and making sure he was there making sure that the you know kept him from seeing his bride when she came you know bef- that they prevent them from seeing each other before the wedding so that was my whole purpose is to protect this union you know when he got at that altar and after gave him the rings and he said you know and they're exchanging of the vows. And he said, you know, I do. Am I supposed to get mad at him? That's his bride. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Am I supposed to get jealous? That's his bride. So I'm supposed to be excited for him that he came to, he married his bride. And it's time for me to fall back. Yeah. Right. Fall yeah. way back. So this is what John is saying. Yeah. yeah. That was a nice object lesson he used. Mm. Always got the stories. And he says, therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. So, dog, my whole joy was to see this moment, was to see the Christ, the Lamb. The bridegroom. Yeah, like perfect, perfect example, Ralph. What I like there, too, is he says, um, rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Can you imagine, you know, living your whole life knowing that you're going to, you know, see the Messiah, you know, and then you you, you just, you literally hear his voice right. and the joy that that must bring. Like, I would love to hear Jesus's voice. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. And um, like th- that, that would fill me with tremendous joy. Angelo. <laughs> Yo, who is that? You heard that? Is it you, Lord? Marcus is tired. But it's but, but even but even if you know, I I look at it as just the the foreshadow to Christ and the church. You know, That's when right. you when we go into Ephesians and Paul talks about the bride, you know, Christ, you know, the church being. You know the wife and the bride and you know just the husband and the wife and you know how christ is the bridegroom and and even in back to my favorite book what's my favorite book guys revelations nah no s no s though <laughs> revelations <laughs> you gotta go revelations <laughs> <laughs> but even um you know the marriage supper of the lamb you know just you know, just again that picture of, um, you know, the the wedding, you know, the bride, the bride. You know, for John, 
this is this is the third chapter and john is already you know what i mean christ the gospel ain't even here yet because the gospel comes with paul you know what i mean where the full length of the gospel it comes with paul but just it's beautiful how you know john was able to just foreshadow that you know christ being a bridegroom and, and the bride and just dropping that little seed there where later we realize that you know it's about uh christ in the church i think that's beautiful because i love weddings and i love marriage you think the the food at the marriage supper the lamb's gonna be seasoned with like adobo and stuff like that <laughs> no nah, goya they don't like goya? Go- yeah goya <laughs> you think there's gonna be go- straight goya Word it's gonna be goya all over heaven dog <laughs> That was yep. too easy. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ange through that alley, you dog. <laughs> yeah, dog. That was a, yeah, you had to three sixty that was straight Goya straight beans. Goya, Goya, no. <laughs> Goya is catering. <laughs> oh man, yeah. how many how many subscribers we gonna lose? Yo man, <laughs> yo man, <laughs> yo dog. It is what it is. Yeah. But verse thirty, he says, um, "Yo, that's how you know people is fake." Yo, <laughs> talk, talk about it, Marcus. Nah, let's finish up. Yo, finish but up. verse thirty, it says, "The just, I think this is the, the heart of <laughs> John the Baptist." <laughs> Yo, if I see a Haitian person talk about <laughs> boycott, Boy- Boy- <laughs> Or a Spanish Yo, or a Dominican, you, you would get one in the hung. Yo, dog, if a Dominican Yo, don't use Goya li- again, you a liar, dog. dog <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> if a Dominican say he's never or she's never gonna use Goya again, dog. <laughs> She that is a lie. That is a lie from you, the pits of hell. From the pit Check of those hell. cabinets. Liar, so you're gonna throw away all that goya in your <laughs> cabinet? Whole cabinet is goya. Nah, just happening. just white rice. <laughs> <laughs> Even white rice. White rice. Yo, man. Yo. But verse thirty. Yo, get out of here with that. <laughs> I think it's the the focal point of. <laughs> of john's whole gospel and i think that's just us nice our walk you know i think this is just this is what being born again is about because before you before you're saved it's all about you Mm. you live your life for you it's about me it's about self-love how can i love somebody else if i don't love myself i hate that you start to hear about you know i gotta focus on me it's uh 2020 it's 2021 whatever year i gotta focus on me it's all Mm -hmm. about me i and john says it clearly in verse 30 he must increase Mm. but i must decrease and that is the walk with christ and i i I love it john just that is the ultimate you know humility and humbling you know just that's the walk you know Christ must increase the Holy Spirit must increase God must increase and you must decrease amen amen like this is you can see this is a great picture well as you mentioned how this is so important in verse 30 about he must 
in Chris Hart, that's our entire walk. We seen this is the picture of sanctification. So we exactly. seen the, a picture of like the gospel, you know, in terms of like we just read John three sixteen, you know, we just have to look and believe. That's that justification, and now we seen sanctification where we live, we remain in this state right here, constantly dying to self. Good point, and allowing him. To reign in our hearts and in our minds mm. constantly, in our intellects, mm. in our passion, everything for him to reign. And that's the only way he's going to increase and we're going to decrease. So you see Jesus as Lord, mm. Mm. you know, in, 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 mm. uh, in, in the first, you know, with Nicodemus, is Jesus as Savior. Ooh. And then the second part is Jesus as Lord. It's a package mm. deal. That's a package. Yo, package deal. That's a revelation. You know, <laughs> that's like, like, we, we, you know, it's, it's very interesting. As you mentioned that package deal, right? When you look at it from just um, a pragmatic view, pragmatic. say for instance, like, you know, like, let me example, look that word up. Oh, sure, <laughs> Yo, sure. I'm going to start looking up your so, words, man. Make so, sure you're using it right. I'm bro. probably using it incorrectly. <laughs> but. <laughs> But, but you know, like for example, like say a person, his name is John Smith, right? And you invite John Smith over, right? And he comes to the door. You can't say, "Hey, John, come in." Smith, you stay outside. Mm. You know what I'm saying? John Smith, he's one person. Right. So, because he's that one person, <laughs> he lost the mic again, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to. We got a baggy microphone cover that keeps slipping. <laughs> How you got a baggy yo, microphone cover? You got me a skinny one. Yo, his mic like, like, like skinny pants, his mic, like skinny jeans. No, nah, his mic look like the um the white tees we used. To. <laughs> the white tees we used to wear with back the stretch in the, neck with the early two thousands, dog. You know, but you know that's the whole. You know, John John Smith. You know, John Smith both got to walk through that door. Mm-hmm. They one in the same person. So that's the same thing. We have to have him Lord and Savior, not just fire insurance. Mm. You know? And this was right before he was thrown into prison. And, um, you know, this is, I think this is, you know, this is what John wanted to leave the world with as his, you know, his testimony. Again, like you said, Marcus, like he reinstated it to his disciples mm-hmm. and he just put a stamp on it. Mm. That 30 was a stamp of his walk of his testimony this is what i was all about this is why I, this is why i was born right this is this is why <laughs> this is my life and to say this joy of mine has been f- made full it was joyous it was a joyous occasion for him mm. to you know decrease and for the lord to increase you know for yeah. him to hear the bridegroom's voice yeah, for this for this to happen it was this was the moment for john this right here was John's moment. And and he continues to put that distance between him and Christ, right? That he, Doug, do not even compare me or put me on the same level. And, you know, he said that before with, you know, I'm not even mm-hmm. worthy to uh, unlatch his sandals. So he continues to put that distance. So obviously you guys are getting caught up and what you're seeing and you're forgetting the heart of the message like mm. this is the son of god this is the messiah this is the savior that wasn't my position and i'm gonna continue to separate myself right. right he must increase i must decrease right he who comes from 
above is above all. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. Like your dog, we're from (laughs) two totally different categories, two totally different. And that's, you see how John is just digging that in. Like, yo, you guys have to get it. You know, and you know, he loved he loved those guys. He loved his followers as a leader should and, and wanting them to uh realign their thoughts and their minds. Right? So they came at him with something, he was like, Nah, mm. you guys don't have it right. Let me let me realign and these words I, I'm reading it, they're very hard, right? Mm-hmm. I must decrease and he must increase. Like he's from above. I'm earth. Mm. Like these are very strong statements. And he said he's above all. Above all. That word all. <laughs> yeah, that word all means all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who you come, who you put in front of my face, brother. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. And then he says, you know, he he says he's from above. Right, and he who comes from heaven is above all, and what he has seen and heard that he testifies, and no one receives his testimony. He who has received his testimony has certified that God is true, for he whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God does not give the Spirit by measure. The Father loves the Son. And has given all things into his hands. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life. And he who does not believe the Son shall not see life. But the wrath Mm. of God abides on him. John knew the gospel. Because he he stated it right Right. there. Yes. What else? What else? Because he says a lot of things there about Christ hmm. what else what else you guys see and it, it, this is very parallel to last week what we were reading what Christ was telling Nicodemus because mm-hmm. when I read that I was like yo John dog John was yo God revealed a lot to John mm-hmm. he really did and just reading that, I was like, your dog, he just broke down the gospel. This is, Christ said that to Nicodemus. Mm-hmm. Everlasting life, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, those who don't believe, darkness. From above. From Earth. above. Yeah. John, the Lord revealed a lot to John. What else, what else you guys notice from this section? what he has seen and heard of that he testifies yeah again john going back to the pre-existence yep. of christ where he coming him from being from heaven mm-hmm. him seeing heavenly things him uh words of god like the words that he's speaking is of God mm-hmm. and not only that it says God does not give the spirit by measure that means he was full 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 
The mm-hmm. father loves the son. We're seeing that intimacy, that closeness. And has given all things into his hands. All things. Again, that word all. This and is very interesting. Oh, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. This is very interesting because um, just reading back in verse 11 in the same chapter, we remember when he specifically told Nicodemus, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and ye receive not our witness same thing dog. this is exact same phraseology who, who who broke it down last week who who said the trinity was that you mike no that was Ange. i think that was Ange. yeah it says it in verse right. 34 in verse 34 it also brings that you can see the trinity in that as well that's dude that's right for he it's saying the same thing. Yeah, exactly the same thing. Wow. Good, Andrew. No, I was just going to read the verse so that people can see. So 34 says, for he whom God has sent, which is obviously speaking about Christ, and God sent him, God the Father, um, speaks the words of God, for God does not give the Spirit mm. by measure, the Holy Spirit. So there's there's another verse that you know can mm. explain the Trinity yeah. to those people who don't see it in the word revelations so um yeah man and he said by measure so he says so that means that full exactly not in bits not in pieces exactly not partial amount not partial every it gives everything the full godhead and and we get we get john closes closes you know he closes it up by telling them, right, the followers that he was talking to, that was disputing, that was uh, bringing up this issue, he who believes in the Son has everlasting life. Mm. Not he who believes in me. <laughs> mm. He who That's believes right. in the Son has everlasting life. And he already broke down where the Son came from. Hmm. He already broke down what right. words this son speaks. And he who does not believe the son shall not see life. Right? But the wrath of God abides on him. Because you already had the wrath. Like, dog, you're just waiting. Hmm. If yeah. you don't have the life, if you're not born again. You're just waiting your time until you see, you know. The clock is ticking. You see the judge. Yep, that's it. You have an appointment. The <laughs> wrath is, is just sitting on your back. The wrath abides. Yep. The wrath abides in you until you're born again. And this goes back exactly to verse 18, mm-hmm. which is a reiteration of it. When he says, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned amen right you know i never noticed that before i never noticed mm. how john kind of reiterated right what jesus said before <clears throat> and it's only showing me that john a lot was revealed to john yeah so this he understood the he fully understood the gospel definitely yes, he fully did i did not know that like that yeah, i didn't did realize I. I didn't realize that i should say yeah, I didn't realize until until now. Yeah, <laughs> reading it again with you with you guys. Yeah, that's why this is amazing. 
you know. That's dope. Like sharpening even, each other. Even just the point where he me- he mentions um rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. That re- brings me back to when he leaped. Yeah. In the womb. In, in the, the womb. womb. Yeah, we talked about because that. Because he rejoiced. Right. So John and was alive in the womb. He was alive in the womb. Mm. And now yeah, I mean for him to rejoice that's at the right. point, that for him to leap. Was, yeah, for him though, to leap. For him when he was in his mother's womb, he was alive. Yep. Whew. I mean it makes sense. It's just a verse thirty two where it says, And no one receives his testimony. Mm. Like it's just crazy. You was know. that prophetic? <laughs> no, I mean, think about it. Did nah. he? Did he know? Right? Did he know the rejection? Exactly. So he's seeing it. He's seeing it now with his disciples. Right. He's seeing it start. Like right. I told you about this guy. He's he's supposed to increase. I'm supposed to decrease, and y'all over here talking about he's still in the thunder. Mm. You know what I mean? So he, he already he already seeing right, the right. rejection of Jesus Christ. Brutal vipers, people, people. Damn. And you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when he says this, and no one receives his testimony, it's like when people reject Jesus Christ now, it's nothing new. Mm-mm. This is not. This is not like it's something new. That you're doing. I mean, even when Jesus Christ was right in front of people, they rejected him. Right. When he was doing miracles and and everything, and you know, raising people from the dead, and yo, know, healing the de- the deaf, the dumb, the blind, and the crippled, they still rejected Jesus. B. They Crazy. still didn't receive his testimony, bro. Why? Yeah, that's why they love the dark. The dark. They love them evil deeds. So, and now, and then, it, then it goes back to, like you said, it's a love story. Mm-hmm. It's about those who love righteousness, God loving us, you responding, loving God back, right. and those who love the dark. <laughs> those who love the darkness agape agape the darkness and it's it's a real love story you know what i mean but it's just crazy how it says you know john he's like he's seeing it in his own disciples like yo like it yeah yo dog we didn't even he didn't even really move yet we in three right he didn't even really move and he's like y'all already rejecting him right he ain't even really do nothing yet. Like, he did some miracles, but there's more things that's about to happen. And he's like, you'll be right. already. So he's seeing, like you said, like with Jesus, like seeing what Christ is seeing, like, you'll be the hearts of men. Like, dog, that's right. why I'm not going to commit because men are just, our hearts are desperately wicked. And it's 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 amazing, dog. It's just... Even even with Christ's testimony, even with John's testimony, and Christ even testifying of himself, mm-hmm. people still don't receive. People still is not going to receive it. So it's very interesting because the thing is, like, whether a person um, is aggressive and antagonistic towards the gospel or whether they totally ignore it is the same exact thing. You're directly put affronting God. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. 
So you don't have just because a person think, oh, I'm just gonna ignore it and play, you know, you know stick my head in the sand mm. and not deal with it. Mm. You are you are directly, actively rejecting the gospel. The only one who can save you from your sin and save you from that condemnation with the love that He has for you. There is no neutrality. Absolutely, with God. none. No neutrality. And I love the way John gives both. You know, he said, he who believes in the son has eternal life. Mm -hmm. But like Marcus, you know, said, uh, I think it was last week or the week before, or even the first episode, he was just like that word, but, you know, but he who does not obey the son will not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. And the crazy thing about that, when it comes to truth, whether you want to believe it or not, it's still truth. Yep. Like this is the word of God. This is truth. This is and John, and it's crazy. Like this is this is the last thing John leaves his disciples. <laughs> he didn't leave them like yo, you know, you guys did a good job and da 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 da. You know, after this, he you know he he goes to prison, but this is what he leaves his disciples with. Like yo, bro, y'all y'all gotta get it. Y'all gotta understand the gospel. <laughs> y'all gotta understand who Jesus is. Because this is life or death. This is what this choice is about. This choice about accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's a choice of life and death. And not only this life and death, but eternal. Mm. Like he says, he says, who you believes in the Son has eternal life. So we're not talking about time. We're talking about eternity, bro. Cannot be measured. That's crazy. So, um, nah, man, this is John three, you know, again, like I said, man, this is, if there was any chapter, if there was one chapter that you had, if they gave you one chapter to just share with somebody who don't know Jesus Christ, it would be John three, you know, because John three lays out just the truth of who Jesus Christ is, what God has done, um, because of his love for humanity and just the choice of you choosing it and um the consequences of you not choosing it it's laid out plain and simple and at the end of the day when it comes to god it's always about a choice because you have that free will he's given you that free will and it's about a choice whether you're going to accept you know um what he's done for you because of his love or reject it and there's consequences for that mm. Mm. Amen. amen amen and that's what it's about man uh, souls being saved amen. soul being transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light um, bro there's n- there's nothing better as a christian than seeing someone that you've been praying for just in- anyone in general come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. And I look back at the um, the verses with the friend of the bridegroom and the bridegroom mm-hmm. and the bride and the fact that the Lord allows us to be used as vessels to bring people to him to become the bride, you know, because when mm-hmm. you're saved, you become part of the bride. And, um, 
and in these you know back in in this time the the friend of the bridegroom would walk the bride to the bridegroom and um to be that person that brings someone to the lord mm. is just it's it's a feeling like no other when that person you can sees when you see that person give their heart to Christ mm-hmm. and that joy it rejoices greatly and and that's salvation is beautiful and once you're saved you know being used as a vessel to bring other people to salvation is the the best feeling as a Christian amen amen, amen. so that's our prayer lord we uh we thank you for this time we thank you that we're able to just open up your word, Lord, and you reveal things to us, Lord. You open up our eyes and we see things. And our hearts, uh, our desire is to align it with yours, Lord. And your desire is that none should perish, Lord. You love the world so much that you allowed your son to come down and lay his life down. And you watched the whole thing. And you didn't do anything to stop it because you know the result what the result of that would have been um, sons and daughters mm-hmm. um, receiving uh, justification mm-hmm. just as if they never sin. Uh, so we thank you and our desires that other people, you know, maybe would hear this and uh, you would speak to their hearts, Lord, um, or maybe they'll be like, hey, let me go read that for myself and see what these guys talking about see if it's true oh lord and we pray that you just snatch them up snatch their hearts snatch them out of uh the pits of hell and um let them be born again born from above so we thank you for this time we thank you that uh, all our equipment work and we pray that this goes out to four corners of the earth and people are blessed and it's in the name of jesus christ we pray Amen. 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 Amen.